What's up, fam? Welcome to the Mostly Normal Gamers Podcast, episode 157. I am your host, John Swanson. Joining me this evening is my good friend, James, Lord of Butlording Primus. I'm just going to make different iterations of that. It's all right. I think enjoy. (laughs) How are you doing, man? I'm feeling, you know what? I'm not going to lie. I'm feeling a little sick. Oh, I'm sorry, dude. Yeah, no, no, it's totally fine. I, yeah, I just woke up this morning and it was just like that head cold has set in. And I'm like, you had the ick? Oh, fuck me. And you know what? I just like took a half day from work yesterday to deal with like just life shit. Yeah. And I was like, I can't just call call in sick. So, you know, you tough it out at work and yeah plow through it but there was yeah there's a point in the day where i was like am i am i actually okay or am i like is this gonna be a bad sickness and then it passes and i'm doing okay but i got a bottle of water just in case good for you man i'm a big believer in airborne i don't know do they sell that in canada no there's a stuff called airborne and it's like an effervescent tablet kind of like alka-seltzer okay and you like put it in there and it dissolves and it's like a high dose of vitamin C. Yeah, we have. Oh, they, we probably do. We have a I, we have packets called emergency. Yeah, yeah. That's and it's shit the too. same same idea, I think. Yeah, it's so a powder, I'm, though. Yeah, exactly. I'm a big believer in that. I don't know if it actually works, but the power of mind can do amazing things. Yeah, Chrissy so. stuck uh, two big vitamin C tablets in my hands this morning. <laughs> said nice. i had to eat them so i'm glad you finished that sentence with in your hands i was worried about where that was going <laughs> <laughs> well from my end it's really good to see you man it's yeah. been a couple weeks so thank you yeah it's good seeing you um well thank you listener for joining us we are recording this on wednesday january 25th 2023 i can't believe it's already almost february man it's almost 2024 life's almost over but you know uh before we get to the depressing things, let's go through the lowdown. If you want to be part of the conversation, you can hit us up on Twitter at MN Gamers Podcast. If you don't use Twitter, you can email us the old-fashioned way at podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. You can sign up for our newsletter, Mostly Normal Monthly, on our website or mngamers.substack.com. And lastly, you can voicemail us or text us at 507-291-2991. And with that said, James, it looks like you're still into Disco Elysium and Mother. Yeah, what, what, what is, what's the deal with these RPGs taking so long to beat? I know, I, man. I'm, I'm, well, <laughs> you got to read Disco Elysium, basically, yeah. from what I hear. That was kind of my biggest uh, voice. But they, they talk. It's like every line of dialogue is pretty much um, voiceover. Voice so acted. It's, yeah, so it's it's great. Like, it's such an experience. I'm loving it. Absolutely loving my experience with disco elysium and yeah you dude know- <laughs> i don't know if you read the episode description last week yeah when i put it up but like i was shocked that you hadn't played this game this is like one of those games where i think maybe it came out before you were on the show regularly or something but like i just kind of always assumed that you had played it i guess i don't know it just it's seems such- like such a james game no it's and that's a hundred percent a me game and that's the thing is like so i like i've had people come up to me and say you have to play this game this is a game for you and i'm like 
I, I I'll get around to it and stuff like that. And it's like, it's always around, like I'm waiting for a good sale so I can get it on. Like, cause I don't know how I'm really going to like it. And what if I dropped like 60 bucks and it's, I don't know, it just doesn't hit. Right. And, um, it's got a very unique art style and stuff like that. And I'm, I am intrigued by it, but I didn't like, I've never really seen it in action. I didn't want to watch anything on it for the sake of, I really want that uh, blind run through and everybody's mm-hmm. saying, go into it blind, go into it blind. And I have, yeah, I have a whole bunch of people saying, you have to play it. You have this, you will like it. And uh, I just kept putting it off, putting it off. And then finally, like I just beat a bunch of games. I beat God of War everything's kind of clear for this year. And I'm like, you know what? I need a little game to play. And Disco Elysium is like, maybe that'll scratch that itch that I've been looking for. And holy hell, I'm fucking loving this game so much. And it's, I I just can't. What I love is just how it incorporates uh, your stats into the story. Like your, whatever your stats are in the game literally are, essentially characters in the story and that manipulates the game. I had somebody like on Twitter today saying that like the first time that she played this game, um, their character retired on her. Like, which is <laughs> like, what? Like, that's a possibility. Like just, uh, it's such a cool, the way it's written, the way it flows, the way everything is, is just so good. And I love like the banter and the badgering. Like I was coming into this game thinking, okay, this is going to be a real like depressing game. Like I'm basically playing Darren Aronofsky, the video game. That's what it was pitched to me as, right? Like it's, it's dark. It's really do not play it on stream because it's really personal and, and all that stuff. And I'm playing it and I'm having a great, like I'm, I'm laughing. I'm enjoying like there's like, yeah, the world kind of sucks, but there is a lightness to it. And I think like the, the, the watercolor art style, the, um, just the way the characters interact with each other, the fact that your personalities conflict with like various things and the elements and stuff, Mm -hmm. it's just such an enjoyable experience despite the fact that you're living in like this dystopia and i fucking i'm i'm so if they released a sequel i don't know how this ends but if they released a sequel or a spiritual sequel i'm i'm there day one like they've they've sold me i'm so into this game and if you're into uh solving like i i went through the uh, trophy list the thing that you don't really do in games but the trophy lists aren't things that are super spoilery like it's talk like speak about this seven times speak about this like eight times and stuff like that but one of my favorite ones is solve the murder without ever looking at the body and oh. i think that that's just such a that's a thing you can do in this game. You don't ever have to investigate the body and you can still solve the murder. So, oh, it's it's so I'm I I'm loving it. I Yeah, I'm glad you're liking it, man. I uh just reading here like I knew there was something about the amount of dialogue in it and it has 350,000 lines of dialogue. Jeez. 8 months to uh record. Yeah. Just it's, the voice acting, which is and it's incredible. Impressive. And it's all like, it's all very 
French. Like it's like they've all got like French accents. So it's like it's really pleasing to listen to for a lot of these. Like it's just got a very smooth uh, form of dialogue. And it's it's a nice change of pace from like your stereotypical like just, you know, regular voices. Right. They've all yeah, yeah. got that inflection. And and uh, it's it's quite. Yeah, it's a very soothing when people are talking to you, like when one of your the characters is like your lieutenant, his name is Kim. And whenever he's talking to you, he's got he is like Asian, but he's also French. And he's got that like blend of both accents in it. And it's just so it's just wonderful. I love um, I, I shouldn't say he's Asian because I guess they all have their there's a whole bunch of different um races in the in the game and they're like nothing like it's all made up right so so um but what was i gonna say oh are you playing it on playstation then i am i am playing it on playstation gotcha i wanted it on switch but i heard that it was kind of uh uh glitchy or it has really long loading time yeah and uh so i was like i was worried that it wouldn't run as smoothly as desired but playing it on PlayStation is fine. And it's just it's actually a good choice because when I throw it up on the screen, like when I'm playing it on the screen, right, I can zoom in and like look at the most like this. There's the art style is stunning. Like it's just like the still images really don't do it justice until you see the characters start moving around the world and how painterly like a lot of the the stuff is like it looks very like i just love how rough the colors like transitions are and stuff like Mm. that like it's it's got a really unique style to it that in any game if you've got like a good art style i'm interested and i want to play it like this is this is the reason i played killer seven the first time it's the reason i played mad world the first time um it's just like anything with like a, a stunning art style that is just challenging the norm i'm i'm in and this this game while visually you look at it from a distance and still images it doesn't really look like it's got that art style but as soon as you start seeing things move and stuff then you start to see it yeah gets me excited i definitely know what you're saying because i remember watch seeing screenshots versus uh like a video review or uh whatever and there's yeah. definitely a difference between those two things. I, I think that's well said because they're having not played it. Like, I think that is giving it some justice that there's a, a major difference between watching it actually be played or uh, versus checking out screenshots of it. Yeah. Um, I, are you do you have anything else to say about? No, no, I don't want to. Okay. Well, I don't want to say too much about it. And yeah. I'm still I'm only like, I don't even know how far I am. in it. But I'm I'm a good ways in i gotta believe i'm on my, i'm on my yeah. fourth, pushing my fourth day on the case yeah so that would I be don't... the one nice thing about playing the switch or having it on the switch man is just being able to just play it more regularly yeah. it's so hard to play games for me like on my playstation i have some time in the morning now that i work from home and then i have some time in the evening and that's about it yeah uh, but my switch i can just crack out any time yeah exactly um, I want to talk about Biomutant then because I feel yes. like it's such a good juxtaposition to what you're talking about as far. <laughs> and I don't mean that necessarily as an insult to the game, but it is it's your typical uh, third person action game. Like we're all used to those like, yeah. you know, Witcher, Assassin's Creed, God of War, 
Uncharted, any PlayStation game that you've played in the last decade. <laughs> like, uh, and again, they're some of my favorite games. So, um, and I enjoy Biomutant. Basically, you're a rodent, a mutated yeah. rodent uh, that's roughly human size, probably like the size oh, of wow. like a child, maybe like an eight year old. I don't know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And you're trying to save the world tree, but it's just, it's like they overscoped the game, not only in the size of the world, but in the number of ideas that they wanted to try out. Like oh, no. there's the, whatever it was called in Mass Effect, the original, where it was the Paragon versus oh, the, yeah. what's the other one? I Paragon don't, I, and something. Re- Renegade? Yes, I think that's right. I, there's basically that. You're doing light and dark. Yeah. Uh, and then there's also, you get... Uh, you know, XP, which you could level up, you can craft, you can do too much stuff. And it was a very small team that I think made the game. And it's published by uh, um, Nordic, THQ. Oh, yeah. THQ Nordic. So, uh, yeah, but the the weapon system's good. The melee combat's good. It's The combat's probably my favorite part because it's such a good time like engaging in the combat and even like picking up loot going around the world and seeing these like uh, artifacts that are kind of from our day, but outdated because this company called it's a very uh, like generic name. It's like uh toxinol toxinol, the toxinol corporation poisoned our oceans and cities and then <laughs> ruined our world. And we, I have to go save the life tree before something destroys it toxinol is such a what is it the from avatar unobtainium (laughs) (laughs) is that seriously what i i i heard a rumor that like the i've never watched the avatar movies but um somebody told me that like yeah the they're searching for a metal called unobtainium and it's it's like a holdover like let's use a placeholder name we'll think of a cool metal name here they just forgot about it and started shooting yeah halfway through a movie and oh shit (laughs) yeah that was a bad idea Um, (laughs) oh yeah toxinol is polluting what (laughs) yeah exactly it's polluting our oceans well it's, it's a as far as uh, like a comparison, like Horizon Forbidden West or Horizon Zero Dawn, whatever, it's yeah. kind of like that where yeah. you're taking place way after, but having to use some of the items that were left over from humanity centuries ago to like craft weapons and armor and that kind of thing. And the powers that you can also get like these powers you have, uh, since it's bio mutant, it, there are mutations that you can accrue and you basically spend your points to do things like telekinesis and that kind of thing mm-hmm. or shoot fire or poison but you it's dependent on whether you're not your light or dark so you can't you don't have access to all the things all the powers you have to it depends on whether you're light side or dark side which is fine but then that means it would take you twice to play through the game in order to uh like achieve everything or like see what everything's like. And you're just not going to do that. And the reason that it made me think of it when you were talking about, uh, uh, disco Elysium was the dialogue. There's only one narrator in the whole game that narrates everything. And the, the voices are like, they're speaking in like this foreign gibberish language. Yeah. The creatures are speaking with one another. And, uh, 
this narrator just narrates everything. Oh my! And God. after a while, you just get kind of even your character. Like it's like he says, "Ba ba 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 ba." You That's say, not... ba, 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 ba. <laughs> and it's just so, like, okay, I'm over. This unless voice. they got like a Morgan Freeman or an Anthony Hopkins, like, come yeah. on. <laughs> well, this dude's like a David Attenborough, like oh, knockoff okay. kind of. So yeah. it's not even bad. It's just like, yeah. even that, like you take, uh, like go to fucking watch March of the Penguins. Like, yeah, you hear Morgan Freeman's voice for two hours. You're like, okay, I think I've heard enough of it. Like, yeah, I'm good for a good long time. And this is supposed to be like, a minimum of 12 hours to beat, and I, I will beat it because it is fun. I just think they way overscope the number of things that you can do. For instance, I went in this building and like there was a workout bench there, and you can work, you can like lift the weights on the workout bench to gain vitality, nice. and then you can do these like random puzzle things. And I, there's just too much, there's too much stuff to do. Uh, and I think they just way overscoped it. And if they had, they refined it down and I, I hear there might be a second one, second oh, like yeah. a, a sequel to it. Uh, I'm sure it sold pretty well because it is, I mean, I think it was a highly anticipated game. It was supposed to yeah, come out in 2018 or something. Yeah. And, uh, anyway, I, I am having fun with it. Uh, it was free on PlayStation plus, so I'll probably rock it out until oh, yeah. there's something else that tickles my fancy i must yeah and it, i it's funny too because like that's i've always been about less is more in a game you don't need to cram your game full of everything yeah. but like you reduce it down to like the essentials of what that game is and it's going to be a lot more enjoyable and straightforward and you're not over complicating it like there's enough like if you want overcomplicated games, just look at any like Japanese RPG, right? Where mm. it's like menus on menus on menus. Yeah. And uh, even your menus have menus. But the um, the reality of it is like when you're creating a game and you want to make like especially a new franchise or something like that, you really want it to like stick out as as one thing. And if you throw out every idea that you have to just try and make it like Oh, I want to do this. Oh, I want to do this idea. It's like you not only are you one like hamstringing yourself, but two like in the future you you've poorly implemented those in the past and now you either have to use them or forget them or you can't go back and really ex re-explore it because people are going to see remember what happened last time and, mm -hmm. and be turned off, right? So reducing it to like the simpler like a simpler more focused idea is more beneficial to everyone because it's going to be like, what is the, what is the game loop here? Um, what is like, what are the key mechanics? Am I going to be like running around upgrading and mutating or whatever? I, I don't know. I've never played this game, but I'm like, like just kind of thinking like, where would you go? How, what is the loop? Um, so yeah, like do you, I just, if they're trying to do too much, they're like, oh, yeah. there's a workout mechanic. Oh, it's an, is it open world? Is it like semi open yeah. world? It's, it's open, open world. It's open like, world. Oh my goodness. Okay, so open world already. Like you're like, this is, is it a big map or is it like just a container? It's pretty big, dude. It's like, I mean, it's oh, not man. like Assassin's Creed Odyssey or yeah. anything like that, but it's, it's big. I'm trying to think of a comparison. I don't, I can't think of anything. It's probably like a. Far Cry 4 
maybe okay. a Far Cry Five kind of size map. See, that's a huge map, and yeah, and it's like if that's for a, a small game team. like this, like for a small team, yeah. Like, see, this is what I love so much about uh, Outer Worlds is that their map was rich like they constrain their maps to essentially like people call them corridors right but they are still large maps that you can explore and go different places but it's a lot more refined you're focused in on like five or six key locations and then like you can go to another planet and it's got five or six key locations and it's all connected or whatnot like an open like thing but it's you're not you can't just go wherever you damn well feel like it like there are limitations and by having those limitations you actually have a more engaging and interesting environment to explore because they've put all the detail into that and it's not like like i'm playing through fallout 3 mm-hmm. um again on on steam on steam stream and uh as i'm playing it i'm going like i know this is a game that's like almost 20 years old and but i'm sitting here going like there's a lot of nothing right now and i'm just walking and yeah. there is like, I'm just thinking of like, I should be able to see something that is exciting to me that I want to check it out. That that And that's the beauty of like, I know you hate it, but Breath of the Wild does that so perfectly. Where yeah. at, no, at any point in that open world, you can turn and be like, oh my God, I want to go there. And you see something of, of interest, either a tower, either a really cool rock face mountain that's like, oh, there's going to be something cool at the top of that. Um, a glowing shrine in the distance, some strange monstrosity attacking people. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you can see something of interest and Elden Ring also does that. So if you're going to have an open world, you have to have it like literally <laughs> things have to excite you and you can't, it can't be like, I guess I'll slog this way for, yeah. Well, I think Biomutant does a decent job of that aspect. Okay. I think they okay. did an okay job of the open world parts. It's just maybe it just needed more refinement rather than delving into all the other things that they felt were necessary, I guess. Okay. Um, it, it just needs some fine tuning. Like I said, there's just, you You were like, is, are you doing this? Or are you doing this? It's like, you're doing all of the things. <laughs> That you can think of. And like, yeah. it's just, it's over the top with too much stuff. So, yeah. but again, I'm still having fun with it. So not every yeah. game needs to be a 10 out of 10 to entertain you. You know what I mean? 100% normalize liking mid games. Yeah, I was looking, I think, I don't know what it has First, on uh, oh, yeah. uh, Metacritic, but I saw IGN gave it a um, 6 out of 10. I thought it got oh, like yeah. a 7 out of 10, but. I mean, um, looking at like just talking about mid games like that. What is it for spoken that just came out? Yeah, we're and just going to bring that up. It's gotten a lot of really like hot and cold reviews. And a lot of people are complaining about like like static dialogue or something like that. And I mean, I've seen a couple of the clips and it's honestly I played the demo. I wasn't super engaged, wasn't super yeah. interested. I like the premise. I just wasn't. It felt just a little undercooked or there's just not enough there for me to really want to dive into it. And there's nothing really against the game or, or the characters or anything. Like I was fine with the, the fray was her name, the the main character. I thought she was cool. I, I, I enjoyed her sassy, like sort of like fish out of water 
um, doesn't really just wants to go home, not really wanting to be somebody's suit like hero, but like stoked about this, like being able to use magic. Right. And she's got her sassy Stephen Merchant ask. I don't know if it, who the voice actor is, but it sounds, sounds a lot like Stephen Merchant um, bracelet that gives her her powers. And oh, yeah. Like, the British like, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But um, and so it's like, OK, I get the banter. I get there's like some weird moments where it's like they cut to them just like talking. And I guess it's like a cutscene. But there's because she's talking to her bracelet. She's not actually like engaging anything. So she's yeah. just standing there talking <laughs> at nothing. And it's like this could have been like you you're walking during this part. right? Like you're playing this and they're just bantering back and forth. Um and I know some people don't like banter while they play, which I don't understand. I always find like it just spices up and adds flavor and uh, depth to the game you're playing. Yeah. Um, In Biomutant, there's just the narrator that adds <laughs> it. I'm not shitting you, dude. It's the narrator that adds the banter to himself, like that just talks sometimes. Oh, and weird. oh, that's the other, another thing. Sorry. I'm like there's a difference between night and day like when it comes to like how difficult it is and how many yeah. enemies you run into it's just oh. too much dude it's too much it's too much stuff they put too much stuff in there it's like if you ever make a soup and you're just like you know what else would be good i'm gonna put quinoa in here oh you know what else would be good beets uh no, I, chicken i say celery. the same thing same you know thing I mean? about sandwiches and burgers yeah. You put too much shit on it and it just yeah. tastes like a bunch of shit, shit. on a burger. Yeah, or exactly. sandwich, right? Like it's Simplicity you lose it's the interest intricacy of like the simpler taste, right? Like you lo- lose like all of the fl- like like you throw bacon on a uh, on a burger, for example. Right. Cool. You got bacon. You like the, the flavor of bacon. But then you start adding a whole bunch of stuff. You add, OK, we're going to add uh, peppers. We're going to add tomatoes. We're going to add lettuce. We're going to add uh mustard we're gonna add uh chipotle because i like chipotle and we're gonna add like you know what i mean and suddenly yeah. at, like oh we're gonna add some uh, uh like avocado we're gonna add like it's just this massive burger with everything on it and you eat it and you don't you can't even fucking taste the bacon because there's too many other flavors overpowering everything in your yeah. mouth dude are you familiar with the chicago dog no chicago hot <laughs> chicago style hot dogs no. That is like the epitome of what you're talking about. Chicago oh, style God. hot dog has like literally it's a hot dog on a bun plus like a pepper tomatoes. Like I'll look it up, dude. It's yeah. insane. But <laughs> anyway, biomutant. And that, another thing about like you and I only played the uh, demo of um, Forspoken, right? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And I, I will probably play it if it comes out on Plus, PlayStation Plus or if it's yeah. on sale and I need something to play. But like, uh, I'm I'm with you. It seemed like half cooked, like the combat and uh, like moving around seemed kind of clunky. Yeah. And it's like you get to like these parts. Like, There's like a, a in the demo it was like, go to this bridge and defend this bridge. So I fight off all these monsters on this bridge. And then afterwards, there's like an, a thing like a, a to- like there's I don't know, like a statue at the end of the bridge. And I checked it out and it's like, oh, it's like a mini boss or like a mission or something it's like beat the boss in under one minute or two minutes or something like that and it's just like okay so i go back to the like like it activates now i'm on the bridge there's a bunch of enemies and the boss and it was just it just kind of felt like a game from the i don't know like 
like PS3, Xbox 360 era of yeah. games where it's like it didn't feel very fluid. It felt very disconnected. It felt for a game with where you can fly around doing magical parkour. Um, it felt very um, clunky. Yeah, it's yeah, it just and that's how Biomutant feels too, man. Just very uh, that's a good yeah. way to put it. PS3 uh xbox 360 and there's um, nothing wrong with that no and if you I'm enjoy that it. yeah enjoy I'm, it <laughs> yeah i'm digging it but i'm i mean as soon as something comes around that is like more up my alley or tickles my fancy a little bit more like i'll probably drop it like a bad habit you know yeah uh so chicago style hot dog right yeah, uh, yeah. it is on a poppy seed bone Ooh. i'll be frankfurter topped with mustard chopped white onions, bright green sweet pickle relish, a dill pickle spear, Mm -hmm. tomato slices or wedges, pickled sport peppers, and a dash of celery salt. It's too much, dude. Yeah. I don't look at any bitches. There's a lot of stuff on there. Don't get me wrong. Terrible. Love, love me some pickles. Um, but yeah, there's, there's a lot of, there's a lot. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like, you can't, once you have too much stuff on there, they all take away from each other. Like it stops, they stop complimenting each other. Yes, exactly. And video games are very much the same. Once you put too much shit in it, if there's no way for you to refine and enjoy it, like the nice thing about like massive games, like J certain JRPGs or, or say Elden Ring, which just came out last, that's got a fuck ton of things in that game. Like there's just things on things. I don't think I like I've, I'm one trophy from the platinum and I don't think I've collected every single I a thing in the game. Like there's just, there's so much stuff in that game, but the way you can refine everything, like, like you build into like a groove and it, it gets, you kind of build your own vessel to sail in this sea of everything. Right. Um, yeah, it has to be done. It can be done, man, but it has to be done, like you said, like uh, from software has to do it or Sony or, you know what I mean? Like a massive studio with thousands of people at their disposal. <laughs> yeah, and millions upon millions of dollars. Yeah. So, I, but I mean, like, hey, like Biomutant's done by like an, is it, it's done by an indie developer, isn't it? Or is it, which is one? it actually, is Biomutant? Yeah. Well, I was just looking. It was done by, like studio 101 or something like that and oh, okay. they were purchased by thq nordic but i i can't remember i didn't say on their website like how many people were on it but i remember oh. an interview with them and there was like i don't think it's only like four people but uh um Disco-Lysium, for instance is yeah is oh, by like four people i think it's a really? very small team it's a very small team yeah ah I, I, um, you know what very small teams typically can produce absolute masterpieces and yeah. and i think they could have with biomune also if they just yeah. under or maybe just didn't try to throw every single thing that they ha- thought of in there it yeah. was honestly like they thought of every idea that they thought of they put in the game mm. and i think you just can't do that you know yeah no i totally totally get it um also i'm just quickly i'm still playing mario and luigi superstar saga not nearly as frequently as i would like to because that son of mine, I mean, goes to bed too early, you know, he's a kid. And... When he wakes up, he just wants to play Minecraft. Well, he just wants to watch Minecraft stuff, so. <laughs> and I'm just like, dude, I just want to play this game. 
and uh yeah it's it's fun man i i seriously am in love with that game and would play it all the time but i kind of want he and i to like play it together so I'm yeah just playing it sparingly so it's a nice thing to have like especially with kids right to share that moment that yeah because that's a that's the shit that sticks with them right yeah well man it's the first game where he's yeah for sure and that's like selfishly i just kind of like want to like have that in my memory banks you know what i mean like yeah uh and it's the first game where he's actually been like can i try like he (laughs) wants to try and then it is kind of hard i don't know how much you remember it's been a while but you switch the hammer with the r button and then you switch the characters with the start button oh and then you switch the jump with the type of jump that they do with the R button too. So you toggle yeah. through everything oh. and it's, it's confusing for me. And uh, <laughs> like, you know, I've played video games for 30 years, 35 years. Like yeah. uh, it's, it's hard for him, but he doesn't get super frustrated with it. So, um, which is the first time I've seen him not get super frustrated at something, maybe because we're playing <laughs> it together and it's not Minecraft where he's like, help me do this. And I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Exactly. So, yeah, it's been a really enjoyable experience. So, um, so tell me about Mother, dude. Um, it, well, if you've played Earthbound, you've you've played. I haven't. Okay. Um, so it's it's Earthbound. Like it's with the exception of it looks like you're playing a NES version of Earthbound, and that's what it is, right? It's Earthbound Beginnings. This is the uh, U.S. version now. What are you playing it on? I'm playing. Guess what? I'm playing analog on, pocket. I'm playing it on an analog pocket. Fuck yeah! Fuck, I love that. It's, it's such. It's the so best good. thing. It's so good. Ever I'll take it with me pretty much everywhere, and like I pop up. Like I, I don't know how long the battery life lasts on it for real, real because I, like when it's at home, I cradle it for a bit, uh-huh. and then I'll pick it up and I'll take it to the bedroom. I'll leave it in the bedroom overnight. I'll take it with me out and out and about, and then. I cradle it when I get home and then usually pick it up like 20 minutes later. Like, I don't think I've ever fully charged it or fully let it die because it just doesn't get to that point. I don't think yeah. I've ever seen it below 60. Same. And yeah, it, it does last. I think when I was playing Castlevania Symphony of the Night, I think I had to charge it because I was uh, at a hotel and like oh, yeah. in between and on an airport or in an on an airplane. So yeah. And I was literally just like playing it the whole time that I was at these places. Uh, oh, but it does last a long time, dude. And the other thing about that dock, man, is when you pair your controller to it, like you can use the controller to turn it on. Because if you turn on your controller oh, and it's paired really? to it, it turns it on. I had no idea on the dock. That. That's yeah, awesome. So it's basically like a playstation or whatever it's nice. sweet dude it's so cool i'm that's like the, easily the best purchase that i've made in a very long time yeah no i'm i'm absolutely loving it so yeah i've been playing through mother i've uh yeah sorry what I'm, is I'm near the i'm near the end of it it's a little like um so if you've never played any of the these this series you um it's it's really misleading because mother just sounds like like a weird isn't i think there's like a darren arnofsky film about that isn't there um but <laughs> yeah the um essentially you play as like a kid his name is ninten and uh he, <laughs> yeah yeah and right. uh he sets out on a journey after his house becomes like possessed by a poltergeist so um he like 
he fights off the poltergeist and then journeys into town to find out that like there's I guess there's zombies out and about. And so he basically starts like down this like trail of like solving these little mysteries for townsfolk and stuff like that and and beating up stray dogs and bag ladies and hippies and you know the <laughs> like. And uh no he never actually he never actually kills anything. And whenever he defeats these animals, it's like the the uh, the wild dog became tame, and mm. uh, and the the weird people returned to normal. So um, anyway, but like you go on this adventure, you get a bunch of teammates, um, and you start to realize that there's like a, like alien people, like starmen, are like doing like causing all this trouble, and uh, I'm assuming it ties in with uh, the first. Um, I guess the second game, which is Earthbound, because all of these like sort of similar UFO characters and they all appeared in Earthbound. And uh, I know in Earthbound, it's caused by an alien entity known as Gygus, I believe his name is, coming to Earth and he wants to take over and a bunch of kids beat him. Um, Mother, I think, is reflection of the developer's... um, I think he like grew up with a single mom and it was kind of like a dedication to her in some okay. regards. You could also just put that in the credits. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know. Name I the game, something completely normal, not mother. And then put <laughs> thanks mom in the credits. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> but uh, he also, uh, he also names a mountain after himself in this game. Cause I was like running around and eventually like I'm, I'm making my way up this mountain and it's called mountain. Eye toy which is like his last name. Um, oh, okay. And so it's like, oh, hey, hey I know this. This is a <laughs> little, little nod at him. That's funny. I, so this I, is a prequel to... Yeah, so it's the first game. Earthbound. Technically, it only came out in Japan. Okay. And, uh, and then oh, a few gotcha. years later, we had a Super Nintendo, and they're like, hey, let's make a sequel. So they made Mother 2. Uh, and then they're like, hey, maybe maybe those Americans would like it. So they, they uh, that Earth they made it. They made it a port. They sent it over, and they're like, "Nah, they wouldn't play a game called Mother." They were right, and so uh, they're like, "Let's call it Earthbound because it's more like more exciting and engaging." And it was a beloved favorite. It's it's a great game. Like it, like it plays just like Earthbound. The only difference is like uh, the battles are random encounters, whereas in Earthbound you see the enemy on the screen and they chase after you, and if they touch mm. you. Then you enter a battle, and if you confront them from behind, you get advantage on the battle in like a first turn or a first hit. And if, like Mario and Luigi Superstar yeah, Saga, exactly. It was very much in, like that. That sort of that style of RPG is inspired, or like is is all sort of they come from the same. I don't know vein of that style, um, and yeah. So it's 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 got this like sort of like engagement aspect to it where you can uh you can try and get the jump on an enemy or or you know an enemy's chasing after you and you know you can't get away you might as well turn around and engage it rather than get attacked from behind yeah Yeah. so So uh, is mother three like out it's well it's been out for years it's been out it was for the game boy advance oh okay but we never got it because earthbound actually sold so poorly that they're like yeah North Americans don't get video games, so we're just <laughs> going to release this selectively only in Japan. And it was devastating because there's such a huge audience for it. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's just a vocal minority that actually really is really into it. So 
I'm really excited to actually just like play through this one uh, and beat it because I like Earthbound. I get really far in it, but then I fall off it because I don't even know why. I the the last it's time it's a I Japanese off, RPG and it's probably at least sixty hours long. That's why it's actually not. They're not that long. There is just some bad grinding sections, and I think that's what kills me is like the grinding aspect. And if some people love the grind, and me, it not so much. So like I don't mind a bit of grinding, but when it's like I guess I have to grind for like a couple hours, that that doesn't excite me, and so yeah. I think that's why I fell off it. Other than that, the game is phenomenal, and and like it's so tongue in cheek. I remember Earthbound is so very, uh, it reflects very much on American culture, and I really enjoyed that aspect of it. Whereas Mother, it's a little less about that. Um, it's so far it's it's just a genuine story about kids going on an adventure and there's not a ton of like, Hey, reference to America. Hey, reference to America. So it's, it's, it's cute. I'm, I'm enjoying it. It's definitely bare bones compared to earthbound, but gotcha. I'll beat it. I'm going to do it. Do it. Are you playing that on stream? Are you still playing? Yeah. Oh, metal on stream. I am playing Unmetal, but I will be finishing Unmetal tonight. And, Ooh, uh, I'm I really be tuning in. I was thinking it's... about that today, James. Like the one of the most favorite things, my most favorite things of podcast hosting with you is because then I remember that your stream is on, and then I can watch <laughs> it immediately after this. Yeah. So otherwise, I'm usually like I look at the because I get the Discord notifications. Yeah. yeah, and I usually like look at my phone like the next day, and I'm like, ah, fuck. <laughs> I usually fall asleep be- way before. Yeah, your... because I I'm a couple Sorry. hours in the past. Yeah, and I'm um, an old man, so I sleep. <laughs> no, it's I get it. Um, yeah, I'm playing the end of uh, Unmetal tonight, and uh, we I'm pretty much at the last boss. Like it's like we left off real. Like I think we can pu- pu- punch through it in an hour. And nice. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm completely out to lunch. But I do have a backup follow up to when we beat it. And I'm it's been 20 years since Trogdor blessed his face on the Internet. Oh, yeah. And so I'm going to play through Peasant's Quest, which is the like Sierra uh, interactive video game inspired game that was like a web game. I used to play it all the time in like high school. We'd like sit at the in the computer labs and we. Yeah, you and Chris were talking about that a couple (laughs) weeks ago. What's the not Peasant's Quest, but what's the other night King's Quest? Quest? King's Quest, yeah. Yeah, it's heavily, yeah, it's very obviously a King's Quest reference, but it's so stupid and it's so short. So it's like, I I know I can punch through that in under a half hour if I like, like I've, I used to play it all the time. So it's like, I remember how to do this. I can do this (laughs) and I'll remember everything. It's not, it's not too hard. There's some absolute absurd things you have to do in that game, um, which is very up the alley for like that Homestar Runner humor. But uh, like I, th- I know I remember like you use a baby to um, you acquire a baby in the game and it's an item that you use to acquire several other items. Uh, one is you throw the baby in a lake and the baby fetches you a soda bottle mm-hmm. uh, and then you put the baby in the well uh, and it gets you like I think a sandwich and then like those <laughs> at one point you can't use just like because it's like you have to type out what you do, like talk or look, right? Oh so yeah. 
you go it's up that to the, old school yeah that old school and like so there's one building that you have to you can't get inside there's like a small hole that you can could fit through it says you could only fit through if you cut your arms legs and head off and uh if you type in like get in the hole it's like ah you can't you can't do that you'd really have to cut your arms legs and head off and if you type in try your character will literally kill themselves trying to do <laughs> it um there's a lot of ridiculous deaths but the trick is you use the baby but you have to use the words deploy baby <laughs> to get it <laughs> and it's just it's so stupid Fuck, i'm i'm so excited to pl just play through that on stream just because it's like i don't know it's a game i play i've, I've messed around in and yeah man. growing up and not you know what people that are in the like joining the internet like post my graduation have no idea that this exists or what <laughs> what it is i know Maybe they're really missing out of trogdor but they just don't know and it's yeah i'm really excited to like just i don't know share that sort of shit yeah are you gonna sing the song trogdor, <laughs> trogdor the burninator yeah burninating the villages <laughs> yeah, burninating right. the peasants in the thatch roof cottages yeah, I do remember that. Trying really hard, but my voice is like on that brink of like dying. <laughs> yeah. Oh, right. All right. Well, that's enough of that. <laughs> How about we uh, get into a little news, news ski? Yes. Xbox and Bethesda developer underscore direct that yes. happened earlier today, which will be in the past for everybody listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, they they kicked it off with some Minecraft legends, which I think we talked about it the other day. We were trying to figure out what the hell Minecraft legends was. Yeah. And, uh, and we did. But then I forgot. Yeah. So it's not what we thought it was, what I thought it was. But it's like this, like kind of like almost like a. Uh, interactive uh, multiplayer battle like PvPVE. <laughs> like, oh. so, so it's like there's two teams and they battle it out and they have their goal is to destroy each other's base. Uh, there's also an army of pig people, pig piglins or something like that. That yeah, uh, they have weird names <laughs> that uh, attack everybody. So um, you're kind of fending them off while you're building your fortifications. And it's basically like Age of Empires or any like um, what is it? Real-time strategy game where you're oh, like okay. building up your base. You're building. Oh, I need this and stuff. It looks like the characters have like little minions that follow them, and and they're like building walls and fortresses around their stuff. And it looks engaging. It looks really interesting. Um, uh, like a, kind of a n new take on almost tower defense games. Yeah, I was gonna say it sounds um, kind of like tower defense. And it it seems like you are a lot. It's it's like Minecraft. So you run around and you do you collect your wood and whatnot, and then you come back and you build a bunch of fortresses or walls or something like that. And it looks really cool. Looks like if you're into that that vein of games, that you're gonna have a good time and have friends. And if if you're a fan of Minecraft, this is like the perfect kind of like uh, new style. Like, like hey, we've got a new. Uh, 
uh, format for you to play in. Now it's not just like creating a world. Now you're working as a team. You really have to work as a team to like create these things and you can build like a get a little team of friends and go challenge people online. And I, I, I think it's I think it's cool. Not necessarily my cup of tea. I don't I'm not super into Minecraft as it is. But if if you're into Minecraft, uh, your kid's going to love it. So, yeah, right. <laughs> a lot of people are. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> John's kids specifically is what I'm exactly <laughs> um, the next game. Oh, that's releasing on April 18th uh, this year. So it's a couple months. So it's pretty, pretty exciting. Get excited for that. The next game was called Hi-Fi Rush. And this game, you remember when I said like interesting art styles? Catch uh -huh. me. This game got me. This game looks like a cartoon. It looks like like an, like an anime almost. And basically it's uh, high um contrast like 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 cell shaded um art style that looks really like fluid and uh it, like just looks absolutely incredible bright colors pops your character looks like he's a dude with a robotic arm and a <laughs> guitar made out of junk and it is a third person action game that blends rhythm mechanics with it so like it everything moves to the rhythm of a beat like so it's like um, you've got like enemies that attack on the beat of the rhythm. It's kind of like cadence of Hyrule, except for you kind of move wherever and you just attack on the beat. You've got a little robo cat that hovers on your shoulder and it kind of gives you information. It looks stunning. Like I'm like, I'm, I'm watching this and I suck at rhythm games, but I'm like, I want to play this. Like the characters are interesting. Like uh, they've got like the cocky, like, uh, main character who's ridiculous and you know like, they're kind of an idiot at the same time as being uh, like cocky or whatever like they, they had a clip of him they're like somebody's like reading his application or it's like what he wants to be <laughs> it's like, it says here you're a rock star and it cuts to him like doing this cool pose and he's just like well uh, future rock star aspiring rock star. Yeah. Yeah. it's not not yet but i will be and so he's just kind of a, a goon and i guess like there's a giant robot army that is like taking over the world and they have to fight back or something like that but the exciting thing is like this is made by um the guy who um well one of the the head heads one of the developers is um the guy who made resident evil and uh evil Within. oh wow um and then the other developer i was not familiar with but uh it's pretty different from what he usually made he made a joke in it he's like hey if anybody gets scared of this game then there's something seriously wrong with me yeah. um but it does not look scary it looks really fun really engaging it looks like it a does Saturday look really cool cartoon. man yeah i just does. love how much it pops and yeah. the music and the music in the trailer was really bumping the biggest thing they're like hey guess what you can play it tonight like yeah. not a demo the full game shadow dropped tonight and it's on game pass it's on pc and xbox so like incredible although we looked into it and it's a hundred gigs to download that, that holy cow yeah like i was like whoa <laughs> I was like, maybe my computer can run it. And then I heard like how big it is. I was like, oh, I don't know if my computer can run it. Um, yeah. So oh, I'm wait. really excited to watch. Is that with a, uh, a patch or something? I'm looking at oh, it I'm not on sure. uh, here on my 
Xbox Game Pass on my PC and it says 14.36 gigs. Oh, interesting. I don't know. But it's not the that's not the deluxe edition. That's the oh, Game maybe. Pass edition. I don't know. Interesting. Then to that, I don't know. I just remember uh, checking it earlier and, and I did not check it through uh, Game Pass. So interesting. It does. If it's 14 gigs, cool, though, I could probably I could, I could probably get that on my computer and yeah, yeah. try it out. See how yeah, it, bad it lags. they're saying that like the one big thing about it is um they don't punish the player for being off rhythm you only get bonuses for being on rhythm so that's a much more appealing um (laughs) i like mechanic than being penalized for being off rhythm and that's like that's my big problem for rhythm games it's like i just I'm going to miss them. I'm going to miss. Yeah. The beat. I'm going to well, can't move and then hit the beat at the yeah. right time with the right button. That doesn't yeah. compute. In my so brain. if you, if you're not good at rhythm games, you can just enjoy that game regardless, <laughs> throw it on easy and just pound your way through it. Yeah. Um, it's a good idea. Exciting. Um, the next one up is Forza Motorsports. Forza Forza is a racing game. <laughs> It looks yeah. really good. All not right, my, glad we covered that. Not one. my cup of tea, but I know if, <laughs> if you're into it, it's coming out this year. We don't know when, just this year. Next, we got a uh, a, a, sh- a little bit of a uh, update on Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, Necrom, Necrom, I believe it's called. I'm pretty sure I wrote it wrong in the doc here. I, I wrote NERCOM, which I don't think is, <laughs> <laughs> I do not think is the actual name. Uh, Necrom is the next one, and it's sort of like this uh, cosmic horror, um, uh, I guess, plot for uh, Elder Scrolls Online, uh, an event. Uh, it's exciting. Um, they've got a new character class coming out for that game. Um, or I believe it's called the Archivist, and um, it's cool. A lot of green. A lot of alien-looking monsters. Uh, so if you are playing Elder Scrolls Online, look forward to that June twentieth. I've, I'm not, I have, I don't play Elder Scrolls Online, so I, I apologize to every. I, I don't play a lot of these games because I don't have an Xbox. Well, yeah, <laughs> so and it's kind of too bad. But I'm, I am excited for, um, uh, Hi-Fi Rush. So. Yeah, that looks sweet. Um, and they uh, got a release date for Redfall, it looks like. In yes. June. Or Redfall. we didn't have that already, did we? It's May or May 2nd yeah. is Redfall. And I don't believe Ooh. we had the the release date. And Redfall is by Arcane. Um, Austin. Austin, thank you. Yeah. I knew it was somewhere. Arcane somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> um, Arcane Austin, uh, Redfall. You play a bunch of, uh, I guess, heroes that uh, are trying to save the town of Redfall from a vampire apocalypse and it's kind of like you oh, semi open world. You run around the, the city uh, doing helping survivors and doing the fighting off these uh, terrifying vampire characters. And uh, they showed off some of that and uh, it looks good. Looks uh, um, very typical to the, uh, like the, that sort of their brand, right? Arcane's brand of, of gameplay. So yeah, I uh, probably not going to play it. I might if somewhere down the line I, I, I get a hold of a, a way to play it more competently. But 
Um, I know a lot of people are really stoked for Redfall, so it uh, looks good. Everything I saw was very positive. I, uh, I'm i surprised that it took like 45 minutes to talk about five games. Did it take 45 minutes? Oh, 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 oh the just... showcase. Yeah, uh, they did do a lot of like they went into a lot of detail with like Minecraft Legends and oh, and gotcha. uh, Hi-Fi Rush and Redfall. Like there was a lot of like gameplay. There was developers discussing the game. Uh, for Minecraft Legends, the developers were explaining different strategies that they've used during playtesting and uh, and stuff like that. And Hi-Fi Rush, they talk about like the background of the games and, and the developers themselves. Uh, Redfall, they, they did a lot of that too. They explained like various enemies that you could hit. They're like, here, in this encounter, you're fighting this this vampire and it's got these unique abilities. And, uh, and we're going to go like travel to this location and we're going to do this bar mission. And they don't do the full mission. It's like all like smash cuts through the mission. But mm-hmm. they're kind of hitting the key points of kind of what you are expecting when you play through these games. And then for Forza Motorsports, they had a lot of time talking about how pretty the cars look and how pretty this, the cars sound. And, and they just talked about cars because it's a car game. And mm-hmm. if you like car games, it's great. If you don't like car games, it's a it's a lot of talking about cars. Talking about cars, yeah. Which I, I don't slag anybody. If anybody loves Forza games, get out there, play them. I played a little bit of the Horizon game when it was on Game Pass, Forza Horizon. They came out. It was beautiful. It was great. I loved it. But I just don't really care about cars to keep me stuck in that world. Yeah, agreed. Um, so I, I played it for the sake of trying it out well good on you thank you for trying new things i gotta try new things um lastly you pulled this slightly depressing article from <laughs> video games chronicle written by chris scullion about justin roiland resigning yeah. from squash games not a good guy yeah apparently he was charged in 2020 so going on three years ago with domestic battery yeah and somehow this did not get out yeah i believe Uh, it only recently like came to like the like i believe it was in the last week or so it came out that he would have been charged he's going to i guess he's actually like yeah he's gotta actually go to court about it and um because uh (laughs) he got fired from um what is uh, Adult Swim? Yeah. For, and he's no longer the voice of Rick and Morty, I guess, because he can't, he's not, he's not there. And Rick and Morty is continuing. So I yeah, guess we're gonna get, it's going to be weird when you have. Was to he make, one of the creators? Of, yeah. Him and Dan Harmon created Rick and Morty. And uh, he also went on to start Squanch Games with another uh, developer, which Squanch Games is a. Uh, is the company that created just recently released just last year in the, the end of the year high on life the yeah. the funny shooter game that takes place seemingly in a rick and morty universe but is not um and it got pretty good reviews man yeah, i know angie was playing it and she said it was pretty good which is really sad to see that like oh man like you've got not only did like xbox have like a really awesome like game that came out but now it's like it's got to be like dragged through the mud because some the guy who fucking did it is an asshole that uh, instead of punching down for comedy punches his girlfriend. Yeah, it's 
fucked up, dude. Yeah. Like, I mean, and I don't mean this in like jest in any way. Yeah, no, no, no. Like, no. I still want to play that game. Like, yeah. I downloaded it and like part of me like really wants to play it. Now I'm like, ugh, goddamn. It sucks too because like he, he went on, he created a lot of content that is that people love and idolize, right? Like, Rick and Morty is super popular. And like he's he's created other things. He's been voices on multiple. He's been multiple different characters um, throughout. Like, like I'm trying to think of his name. I think it's like Lemon Lemon Grab from um, what is it called? God damn it, Finn and Jake uh, Adventure Time. And he plays oh. like this lemon character that is absolutely hilarious. He's he's super annoying and psychotic. And I loved like I didn't watch a lot of that show, but I love that character. I thought it was just so ridiculous. And there's like enjoyment that he brings. And now to find out that in real life, he's just kind of a scumbag yeah. um, is is such a it's forever going to taint the experience of watching all of that stuff again. Right. Yeah. playing high on life. It's going to taint it because he's literally the gun that talks to you the whole game. Like it's yeah. uh, doesn't feel great. Don't do shitty people do, do shitty things to shitty. Uh, yeah. Fuck it. Don't, don't do, do shitty, shitty things. things. Thank you. Period. Yeah. Perfect. Nailed it. Succinct <laughs> point. Didn't try to uh, elaborate and make it too complicated. Like a Chicago style hot dog. Uh, kept it straight to the point. Like I always talk neat and simple. <laughs> um, well, yeah, man. Uh, that's, that's sad, sad news, but yeah, you know, uh, and lastly, now that we're done with the news, I think you asked, you typed this question. What is the, uh, what is your, favorite game that everybody else hates yeah what is your favorite worst game this uh this question i got from my fiance who's sitting behind me right now and uh i was like hey what's a good question she's like what's your favorite worst game a game that nobody likes but you tend to like it so yeah that's you i i have tons i think you have tons i want to hear give me a list of your top three hated Uh... Well, hated is a strong. No, 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 sorry. You loved the game, but everybody else doesn't. Yeah. So, like the first Knack game, I played probably like four times, and I certainly wouldn't say I love it, but I, I don't hate it as much as everybody else does. I think. Oh. And there are a lot of games that I, I think Biomutant's another one, and Fist, which I played like last year or two years ago. I can't remember now. Yeah, but like there are a lot of games that are get decent reviews, and then everybody seems to hate them. Yeah, but for whatever reason, I like I'm like I don't know what you're talking about. This game's fun, and it, like the oldest one I can remember is Assassin's Creed uh, Warrior or not Assassin's Creed Prince of Persia Warrior Within. Is okay, that what it was yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm talking I know, about. That's the second one of the re- yeah. rebooted. It had like Godsmack music in it and stuff. <laughs> and everybody thought that game was horrible. And I thought it was great. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah. 
Those are, yeah, that's that's. If you like it, you, if you like it, if you find a game that gives you enjoyment, who cares? My number one one, I've I've probably talked about it before, is is a little Nintendo game. It's also on arcade, but it's a Nintendo game called Karnov, and you play a Russian strongman that breathes fire. And the game starts off with Karnov like coming down from the sky on a lightning bolt into the level. And there is just like this motley crew of ridiculous enemies. Like I call one like the Yoda in a storm cloud because it looks like a little Yoda riding around in a storm cloud. And uh, there's just weird, like literally the Starman from Earthbound shows up in that game. I swear to God. Uh, <laughs> uh, there's dinosaurs that breathe fire. There's uh, the first boss is a giant like anthropomorphic fish with his hand in a bag. I call him fish with hand in bag, man. Um, there is Clever. a it's, it's really succinct and to the point. And uh, there's like another boss that's like a, a wizard and a lion. <laughs> like, and it's just like the first part of the fight is the lion is on a leash with the lizard or the, the lizard, the wizard. And uh, once you kill the wizard, the lion is free to attack you. And it's, I don't know. It's just so bizarre and stupid. <laughs> um, but you still like it to this I, day. I love it. It's got one sand, like one music file in the whole game. And it's just like over and over and over again. And I'm, I don't know, as a kid, I I loved it because the cover has like this, like this Russian strong man. Like he looks like he's straight out of the circus. Like he's got the red pants, the, the kind of that Fu Manchu styled mustache. Yeah. Yeah. And wearing no shirt and breathing fire. And there's like, so he's a, a ladies I, man, obviously I, oh, he's all the ladies. Um, and there's like a, a dinosaur on the cover and then like a pterodactyl <laughs> in the sky. And I'm like, this game looks amazing. And like, <laughs> my five-year-old brain is just going like all of the, all Sign of me up. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just in. And uh, I played it and it's hard to play. It's very like, poorly implemented like mechanics it's not super engaging but for me i love it and i watch people trash it from time to time but i absolutely love this game um and then Nothing wrong with that yeah i mean if you love something set it free set it free <laughs> Um, there's that game and there's another game that was on the tip of my tongue and I'm just trying to remember what it was and I'm, I'm looking on my shelves because I know I have it here. I just have to, I have to see the game. I'm not, it's, I'm drawing blank. I can't believe it. I talked too much about Karnov. I got too hype about Karnov. Uh, Dark Sector was another one oh, yeah. that I really loved. Maybe we did do this question before. <laughs> oh, I'm sure we have. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. it's. But I mean, that's talking about games you don't like. I, I, because I remember talking about Dark Sector looking like like OBS's logo. looks like the Dark Sector. Logo. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> so yep. We have had this conversation before. Is that on PlayStation Plus, 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 Plus? Because I might go I buy it so. right now if it is. <laughs> Yeah, I time think for me to upgrade yeah upgrade get the uh the special special edition get my glaive going yeah. and uh be disappointed immediately and how 
little my nostalgia holds up. Shit, I just remembered what it was that I was thinking about. I and figured if I vamped long enough. Yeah, I know. Like, I was really hoping you would just be like, yeah, let's <laughs> keep going. Don't end the show yet. Uh, enslaved Journey to the West. Oh, Odyssey dude. to the West. But that's that's a so I tried playing that game when it was on PlayStation Plus or yeah. PlayStation Now, whatever yeah. they fucking called it back in the day. You know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it was terrible. But apparently that game has like good reviews though does it actually because i every i remember playing that game when it came out and i I was really into it and everybody's like this game is terrible like this is like i remember reading the reviews they're like oh there's like terrible collisions your character's falling believe it's like andy circus worked on this game and he like played (laughs) oh really yeah he plays the main character your your character whose name is monkey it's literally a um retelling of the chinese tale journey to the west uh but in a futuristic setting i think like the like because like if you draw parallels of the matrix to um the story of christ right but like this is like the chinese version of like a uh, futuristic realm where you're playing as uh, a man who's been enslaved by this woman who needs to journey to the west so just like the monkey king uh sung wukong is to i can't remember the monk's name but is basically enslaved to a monk uh who needs to journey to the west for buddha so Um, it has a nine out of ten on steam oh eight out of ten on ign well, I, I guess that's not a game that people hate. But, but dude, I, thought, I, I mean, everybody I've ever talked to didn't like it. Trust me, I played it when it was on PlayStation Now, and I was like, I don't know what people are talking about because this game is terrible. Oh, really? It for like 10 minutes, and I was like, this is awful. Well, there we go. We have one person that hates it, which validates my, my reason. <laughs> exactly. Using it. Oh. Exactly. Damn it. And dude, as like history has proven, like, just because a game is reviewed well doesn't mean it holds up. Like how many people reviewed like Twilight Princess, for instance, has, yeah, I'm sure has a very high Metacritic. Score, like a lot of people really don't like that. I mean, uh, a lot of people is game. just me being really loud, but well, no, but <laughs> I, I think that, I, I think that's, you have fair criticisms and yeah. I think that's, it's just the, it, once time settles, it maybe doesn't hold up the same way that, uh, yeah. number score next to it uh, might but rose might have, glasses might. my friends are a very powerful tool exactly <laughs> um well with that said man let's uh i'll let you go so you can get set for your uh stream why don't you tell the people where they can find you both on the interwebs and streaming you can find me at pretty much every social media site you can think of at butloid primus and then i uh, stream twice a week mondays and wednesdays at uh, twitch.tv slash blp entertainment what's the blp stand for but lord primus <laughs> yes <laughs> never gonna let it go no uh you can find me at johnny Samsonite. you can find angie at stellar smalls you can find chris at vg occasion he's currently mia it says on here he likes to take breaks from twitter which i think is a good he posted idea. on twitter just either today or yesterday okay well maybe he's back or maybe he's back yeah. go prod him go Certainly wake possible. him yeah. wake him up from go, go make him leave again because <laughs> <laughs> yeah he which i think it's like twitter social media vacations are probably very valid i think oh yeah 100 uh for those that engage them 
in them on a regular basis. But um, also, you can hit us up podcast at mostlynormalgamers.com. Let us know your thoughts. mngamers.substack.com if you want to check out old uh, uh, issues, issues of Mostly Normal Monthly. And you can email us, voicemail us at 507-291-2991. And I think that's it. Thank you all for joining us. We will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.